listening to The Birthplace of Next, the podcast where city officials discuss the latest news and developments in Dayton that continue to make it a livable, sustainable, and innovative community. I'm Tony Bankston, Chief Communication Officer for the City of Dayton, and today we have City Manager Shelley Dickstein back on the show for our final episode of 2016 to give us highlights of the year. Shelley, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome, Tony. Well, let's start right off. You kicked off our podcast, actually, with our first episode about the proposed income tax levy. Now that voters have passed Issue 9, we're making plans to put those dollars to work. Can you remind our listeners what exactly the income tax entails and how have we been preparing to use those dollars? Sure. So first, let me say thank you so much to the voters for supporting Issue 9. It is an important uh, initiative that allowed us to have a quarter percent increase on our income tax, an increase that hadn't happened for 32 years, and will generate about $11 million in extra revenue for the city of Dayton. Uh, Aside from uh, universal pre-K for all of our four-year-olds, there was a real emphasis of the Issue 9 uh, to get reinvestment back into our neighborhoods. Reinvestment particularly around our roadway infrastructure, our parks and vacant lot management, and our uh, safety services. Okay. And these were also um, came out of the city's opinion survey that those were areas, areas that the voters were most interested in. Absolutely. So I know it's really early. I mean, the election was November the 8th, but has there been any kind of um, plan put together so far to how we move forward with those dollars and and anything kind of cooking up in that first quarter of 2017? Absolutely, Uh, particularly around the um, uh, enhanced city services and investments. uh, We already have mapped out the roads that will Um, We're looking to work on replacement uh, for uh, resurfacing for our neighborhood roads. And much of that depended on the current condition analysis that we had done a couple of years ago. So we know every street has an index as it relates to its condition. And so we know those that are in real need of resurfacing or replacement. And it also has to be coordinated, of course, with other development, infrastructure development occurring throughout the city and projects. So the last thing we want to do is go resurface a road and then have our water department pulling it up to, you know, replace infrastructure. So all of those components, project uh, development projects, infrastructure uh, development, and roadway condition all get factored into how we go about selecting the roads to be replaced. After the first of the year, bids will go out. Uh, for that roadway work and when the asphalt plants reopen in March sometime we will be ready we'll be awarding contracts so that we can hit the ground running as soon as those asphalt plants open up for the roadways and we're really excited because it's going to uh, bring about 70 miles of uh, reinvestment in our roads. The second thing that we are focused on are the park improvements. We talked about our master park plan uh, the last time and we have finished phases one and two. Uh, Phase three involves improvements to our parks and, and our Mallory Park and our Walnut Hills Park. And those two will also be timed for uh, late spring work because, again, if we are involving asphalt for any of the walking paths or any of the court surfaces, uh, we have to wait for those to open. And um, so there'll be work uh, going out uh, to, uh, to, to 
align the contract work that needs to be done to make those improvements. Uh, we also said, uh, told the voters that we would be maintaining our vacant structure, our vacant lots uh, more frequently so that they were in better shape and weren't such a blighting influence in our neighborhoods. And we've already worked out a, a resolution with our labor group, uh, which was really important in the first step uh, to make sure that we could have the capacity and the people power to get that extra work done. We've also already ordered the equipment so that we can, okay. uh, once the grass starts growing in April, we'll be <laughs> able to uh, start with that uh, more aggressive uh, cycle of mowing and mow those properties once a month like we talked about. And then the final thing is around our safety services. Uh, clearly the uh, issue nine protected our police department from any further cuts and gave us uh, the opportunity to continue to invest in, in, in that department uh, along capital and along uh, staffing. And uh, police uh, also receiving additional dollars so that they could uh, hire more police officers so that we had um, police officers available for both issue or priority one and priority two calls as well as some of the important um, community work they do uh, to build stronger relationships that actually help us uh, prevent crime or solve crime much quickly much more quickly when we uh, have stronger relationships okay so you listed a lot that's going to happen has already been happening so far are there opportunities that the city are going to take to report out on an ongoing basis um, status and updates for these projects or if I'm a person living in the city of Dayton how can I find out if my streets on the list to be resurfaced are there any thoughts or plans for information sharing absolutely and I, that's a really important part because we want to make sure that we are reporting out um, both in a forward way, a future way. So as we know, for instance, as we get the streets absolutely um, mapped as to those that are gonna get the resurfacing investment, we'll make sure that uh, we push out on our website and other publications the map that shows the all of the streets in 2017 that will be resurfaced. Uh, we will certainly be able to also list those neighborhoods as we are rotating through the city with our mowing of vacant lots. We'll be able to talk about, you know, generally speaking, obviously weather will have some kind of impact as, um, as it always does, but we will be able to um, communicate ahead of time where the mowing crews will be as it relates to which neighborhood and, and the cycle that they will be going through. Uh, we already have two uh, built into the budget, two police recruit classes, and those announcements will come as we seat those recruit classes so that we can uh, continue to hire um, the police that we need. And then, like I said, we'll have the parks, uh, Walnut Hills and Mallory Park, uh, receiving investment uh, starting in the late spring, early summer. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. A lot of exciting things happened in 2016 with the city organization. One in particular is the city's customer service initiative that was launched this year. Um, what, what were some of the things that took place this year to get this off the ground and what can um, residents expect to see in 2017 as it relates to Dayton Delivers and customer service? 
Well, uh, we're really working on building the culture around excellent customer service delivery. Uh, so the first year and a half, we spent a lot of time laying the groundwork. You know, what is the what is the vision? What are the operating values? Uh, those values being um, uh, professional and courteous, uh, taking a uh, taking initiative and being accountable. Uh, and then the specific behaviors that would ladder up under those values that we would like to see across the 16 departments that we have in the city of Dayton. So um, a lot of that groundwork and, and now uh, training, the, mm -hmm. the, the key staff, every staff person in the organization will receive training around those values, the defined behaviors and standards uh, so that we can start um, on a baseline of what the expectation is uh, so that we're holding ourselves accountable to this excellent customer service delivery. Um, we also have a recognition program. We have the Dayton Delivers All-Stars that will be communicating to uh, the organization and to the public so folks know and see what we're holding up as examples of excellent customer service delivery. And um, in 2017, what we plan to do is to continue working through the um, job descriptions, the hiring, more training, because it will take us some time to get through those 1,900 employees. But really, the first leg is um, to make sure we're hiring the good people to start with, people that have the aptitude and want to be a public servant and want to deliver excellent services. Then we have to do the training to make sure that they have all the information. It doesn't do any good if you're friendly and you give, her, you give <laughs> inaccurate information. Uh, and then finally, um, and probably it won't be until late 2017, 2018 that we start getting to this, but the policies, procedures that sometimes get in the way of delivering right. really good service, uh, making sure that we don't have um, unruly bureaucratic processes so that we can um, make sure we're delivering efficient, effective service to our customers. And I know that like we started the Dayton Deliver All-Stars, how can um, people in the city residents get involved with that program. If they notice someone giving an exceptional service or they notice someone maybe need a little help, mm -hmm. how do they plug in and let city officials know that? Well, clearly feedback is really important, whether it is positive or whether it is constructive, because yes. <laughs> we don't expect to be perfect and, and it will be an ever-evolving uh, effort. So there are ways to uh, provide feedback. Uh, certainly you can go on our website uh, you also can go into the Dayton Delivers app so that you can make a note there as it relates to the level of customer service someone has received. You can also call our uh, main line, which is 3333, 3, 3, 3, 3, right, 3333. Uh, Certainly email folks as you have uh, the email um, for uh, the city hall email address. The exactly. city hall at DaytonOhio.gov. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So I have one final question. There is a lot that happened in 2016 what, as it related to asset management. For 2017, what's on the horizon for the city in regards to that? 
So 2017, um, we will continue to work on our uh, asset development strategies, uh, which is really our way to um, take the limited resources that the city has and leverage private investment throughout the city. And one particular area that I'm really excited about is our West Dayton framework or our West Dayton asset development strategy, which really focuses on the 18 neighborhoods that uh, go from Wright Dunbar all the way to the VA. And um, recently, over this 16, you heard about the HUD Choice Planning Grant that yes. we received. We put in the most competitive application across the country. So we're very excited that uh, at the end of that 18-month planning process that we will be able to garner uh, tens of millions of dollars to go into that geography. We've got the West Dayton Library Branch that's mm -hmm. working to um, go at the, uh, at the same uh, location as the Wright Factory that has been cleaned up and is uh, we are working on a master planning to develop investment there. So we have a lot of um, great a great start, mm -hmm. but I'm really excited and will be um, personally at the table helping to lead the citywide, City of Dayton, Greater Dayton Premier Management collective team to really focus on this 18 neighborhood area and continue to pull down obsolete housing, attract new investment to make sure that we're looking at working with the community around safety and workforce development. It's a very, it's a multi-pronged strategy that in the end is really important and is a very um, large geography that we need to continue to attract investment to. There are a number of organizations plugged into this, but it's not happening in a vacuum. There are neighborhood leadership that is also plugged into this strategy as well, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And there will also be business leadership. There's an advisory group that um, Commissioner Shaw and um, John Lumpkin are co-chairing uh, to make sure that we've got the right kinds of high-level leadership sitting around the table, providing direction, prioritization, working with the neighborhoods, working with the other stakeholders to make sure that we're all collaborating around the right issues and moving things forward. And the whole thought process behind this is attracting, attracting investment to that particular area that you mentioned and having, I guess, the canvas available or the infrastructure available to attract um, small businesses and some large businesses? Absolutely. As, as we go through these, there's always a public-private partnership component. And the, the public component is always about you know making sure the house is in order, making sure the house okay. looks like it's been invested in. So all of that public infrastructure needs to look, be looking at its best so that people see uh, a place that they could attract, they could invest in as well. Okay. And so there, and then the other institutions will be at the table bringing, you know, their resources to make sure that the that we're attracting the right kinds of amenities and the right kind of services and the right kind of uh, other uses to the geography. All right, Shelley, we're almost out of time here. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we wrap up 2016? Uh, it's 2016 has been a great year. We've had a lot of accomplishments. Uh, we have great momentum. Uh, so I'm thrilled to uh, have such a positive year to build off of, and I'm really looking forward to what 2017 brings. Thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. If you'd like additional information of anything that was mentioned here, please visit us online at www.daytonohio.gov.
Thanks for listening to Birthplace of Next, a publication of the City of Dayton's Office of Communication and Public Affairs. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss the latest news about business, technology, and development in Dayton. If you have questions or feedback for us, email cityhall at daytonohio.gov.